Hello again, my friends, and welcome to this episode of On Grace. I recently watched with my kids The Greatest Showman, and as I watched Barnum and Bailey do their thing, I was reminded of the two gentlemen that I'm sitting across the table from, the right reverends, <laughs> not the suckers born every minute, but Wendell Van Valen and Wayne Hunter. The three of us are pastors. Broadway United Methodist Church in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Jason. Um, at least you didn't call us the freak show or something under the big tent, you know. <laughs> I'm the bearded lady. <laughs> this is Wendell. That's this is Wayne. Well, yeah. And I'm right. not sure which one's Barton or, or, or Bailey. Or. I'll yeah. let y'all. I'll let y'all figure that out later. Okay. Which one's the bearded lady? And <laughs> uh, we have been. Exploring grace, both uh, personally and what that looks like as we interact with people, as we interact with uh, folks that we work with, folks that we live with, with our family and friends, and people that we don't like, which we have affectionately called boogers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but as we thought about it, and particularly as we lived through uh, the primary season of, of politics, and uh, and really just like the uh, inundation of politics lately there is a sense a growing sense of uh, tribalism a growing sense of um uh, if if you like me if you look like me then you are worthy of grace and if you don't look like me then maybe you're not or if you look like me i'll assume the best of you if you don't look like me i won't or if you agree with me uh, versus if you don't agree with me so gentlemen how do we live into grace give grace, experience grace, uh, in an era of um, the other, like demonizing the other, and living into our own confirmation bias? I think the first thing we have to do is we have to recognize that that's what we do, that our tendency, if we're not careful, is to judge others on uh, characteristics that we can see or... Uh, on whether their personalities match with ours, whether they're easy or comfortable to get along with. And we, uh, we let that become uh, a barrier between us rather, and rather than uh, just being honest about that. We, we pretend like we're gracious and compassionate. But, uh, and so I think the first step is just to recognize that we do have a confirmation of bias, a tendency to see what we expect to see. And sometimes I expect to see bad things. I expect, you know, I, I or if I, especially with people I already have a relationship with that have not been good, haven't been pleasant, then my tendency is whatever they do is negative. That no, no, my expectation is that they're going to continue to be boogers, and that's all I'm going to see, uh, or let them be. We we talked beforehand about what we're going to talk about on the podcast, and there was a big word floating around the room, and what was it? Confirmation bias. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Talk about that. Well, it's the tendency in all people that no, once you make up your mind or you have an opinion about something, any new information that you receive confirms what you already believe. Uh, if it is unable to twist it to confirm what you already believe, then you will find a way to make it invalid or untrue. And so we're we very uh, rare, rarely. Uh, change our minds about things. To be honest, we we just, we just 
you know, people tend to listen to the news station that confirms what they already believe. They avoid people who disagree with them. And uh, we say it's to avoid conflict, but it's, I think it's maybe more because we just don't want to be uh, challenged in who we offer grace to. Well, I mean, we want to be safe and secure. Right. And, and that starts in our mind. I want to be safe. I want to feel like I have a safe set of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I want to feel secure that I'm right. Right. And so I want to be, I mean, I want to be right with me. Right. I want to agree with myself. And stuff. Right. So it, I think that tendency, I mean, who goes into a room full of boulders and one lazy boy and says, well, I'll sit on this boulder. They sit on a lazy boy. It's, you know, yeah. it, you go to a buffet, you don't, you don't want to eat the chicken bones. You He's want going somewhere the, with this. Yeah. I trust him. <laughs> I mean, it's there's something built into us that says, I want something that's comfortable and I want something that makes me, yeah, you know, right. satisfied and, right. and yeah. secure. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it, it really gets out of hand Yeah, in, in terms of. Yeah, I think part of what Jason said was it's not just that I want to be comfortable, but I also draw this line where it's us and them, and there are others who are not like me. Uh, and that makes me feel comfortable, but it keeps me from those experiences. If I believe that God is at work in every person all the time, that every person is, uh, grace is present in them and the kingdom is present in them, then I miss a whole lot of opportunities uh, by staying in my tribe. And choose. And like I said, it's natural to choose that comfort, but that's where yeah, it becomes yeah. dangerous. I wonder if one of the insidious sides of grace is to make us uncomfortable in in a good way. Yeah, about I think our so. own thoughts. Yeah. And so and so when that's starting to push against us, we we scramble to find other people like us to say, right. yeah, okay, yeah. they're okay. I knew I thought I was right. Mm-hmm. See, they're right. like me too. Right. I'm the normal one. That's right. Right. You are the abnormal one. Yeah. 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 And so and so. We resist grace that, mm-hmm. right. that tries yeah, to make good. us be open yeah. and instead, you know, glom ourselves together with people that, right. okay, you look like me. Okay, good. We got our yeah. our little club here. Right. It's kind of like we do the same thing. We, we try to, uh, I think somebody said, reiterate pleasure. If I go to the beach and I have a great time this year, well, I want to go back and do that next year. And Rather, you better make sure it's the same stretch right, of beach. Right, yeah. Same time of year. Yeah, I don't want to take the chance on going to the mountains because it might not be as fun because it's different. It doesn't give me that, that may not get as much pleasure out of it. And we miss what we might have had because we continue to do the same things over and over again. Yeah. Well, and, and forget the mountains and the beach, which that's a good analogy. But now we're talking about people. Right. We're not talking about vacations. We're talking about people. And, and, Granted, with the mountains and the beach, you go to the beach and it storms the whole time. Yeah. It's a little hard to, <laughs> okay, I'm having a good time, you know. Yeah. But when you're dealing with people, I mean, one of the places our discussion seems to have come over the last couple of weeks is that we do believe there's beauty in everybody. Mm-hmm. We do believe the kingdom of God is in everybody. And so no matter what situation we find ourselves in, whether they're in my tribe or not, I'm either, I've got two choices. Are, do you resemble, do you have enough resemblance of my tribe to include you? So I'm looking at you critically. Yeah. To yeah. try to judge. Or I already know 
that the beauty of God is in you, the kingdom of God is in you, whatever. So I'm going to look for that. Right. Yeah. That's good. And, 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 yeah. And, and, and it just, it, it's completely different. You're still aware both ways, mm-hmm. but you're looking for something completely different. Yeah. Would you choose the mountains over the beach, though? I would, for sure. Would you? Yes. Because wow. even as Wayne said that, I was like, yeah, why Why would you choose the <laughs> oh, mountains shit. over yeah. the beach? That sand gets everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. It smells like dead clams. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I think, of, uh, I think of going to Netflix and convincing myself, like, I'm going to watch something that I've never watched before, and then I will browse for, like, 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> right. Before I settle on watching a movie or a show that I've, I've seen, seen before three or four times, yeah, yeah. yeah. yep. Yeah. Like I know this. this, uh, this I know I this know, is good. That's right. This yep. is yeah. a known commodity. I'm not going to take a chance. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, but to your point of you know, well, what are you, what are you missing, right? In the, in, in that in yeah. that tribalism. Yeah. Right. And and it is awkward, and it takes it stretches us a little bit to recognize. But if we, if like Wendell said, if we go into that with the expectation and the belief that there is grace there, that and beauty and the kingdom, that uh, the image of God is in this person, uh, that perhaps gives us the courage or the hope to at least uh, be part of that moment, that encounter, and see what happens. Well, we we were talking about lazy boys a minute ago. I think there is a time in the day when you better find a lazy boy and relax and just fold into yourself. I think we don't do enough of that. But when you're involved in the active part of the day and you're encountering people, that's not the time for the lazy boy. Mm -hmm. That's the time to say, I'm alert. I'm all in. We've been talking about the flow of grace like a river. We've the last couple of podcasts. I'm all in with this. Let's see where this will go. Yeah. And the, and last time Jason uh, talked about floating boats in the in the water in the ditch behind his house. You had to create those boats. You had to sit down and fashion them. And you found that creating it this way is maybe a little better than that. It stretched you as a person. It made you creative. You think about okay, so I'm AC. And I'm encountering somebody who's DC. The wiring doesn't hook. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. So you have to get creative. You have to splice. You have to. You, you, there, it calls for some innovation. Right. And that that's not a bad thing. Right. That yeah. that makes me a better person. It, right. You know, it it shows the other person, I'm all in here. I'm going to invest what it takes right. to to make some sort of connection. Here. Yeah. And that's why we started out when we started the podcast about talking about grace is this presence with people, this willingness to be all in in this moment and be present to them. Do you do you think that there is a tendency to go back to a world before Pentecost? What I mean by that is like everybody who's gathered there, they have their own, not just their own language, but I assume their own stories, their own experiences, their own way of understanding the world. Maybe they arrived and they're like, oh, those there's those uh, uh, UK fans and gosh, they're snobby and awful. Right. And there's those L fans and man, they think they're better than everybody, a bunch of cheaters or whatever. 
and you, and then there's this moment. Alabama, you oh, Alabama <laughs> fans! No, they're not even invited. No, they're not even, <laughs> not even invited. Yeah, okay. in a class by ourselves, you, our getting, own little tribe. There's no way, Wayne. Better than every other tribe. Go ahead. But but um, the the, the like I don't when the, when the people arrive uh, before Pentecost happens, like I I don't know that they're necessarily there to make connection with other folks, right? Like right. they're they're in there with their groups, with their tribe. Yeah. And there's a language barrier. There's probably some awkwardness whenever there's an accidental interaction, whenever they bump right. into somebody in the hallway or whatever. Um, and, and then this amazing thing happens, and the, the language barrier is, in my mind, the first thing that comes down. Now yeah. we're able to talk. Oh, you like basketball too. Well, uh, oh, you know. Yeah. yeah. So let's, well, let's go play, right? So my question, my, my, my struggle even is, like with social media, with um, uh, Wayne, you alluded to this, like with the world being what it is, I can construct a pretty thick concrete bubble for me to live in right. where I only see people who look like me and I only hear people who agree with me right. and I only interact with people that I have something uh, very quickly and very easily in common with. So, how how do we get beyond that? Like, how do we? Because I mean, I think we agree that right. that's not ideal, right? But ha- I heard you say, like, you know, there's some awkwardness to risk awkwardness to. Yeah. I'm, st- I'm still trying to understand your analogy. Like, splice the ACDC <laughs> cord. <laughs> well, it, yeah. So how do you do that practically? Like, I, in my my own personal thing is I want to know how their day is going, something simple like that, but not, hey, how you doing? But, hey, how long you been? How long, when did your shift start? And if you had, I like if I go through a checkout line, I'll, I'll say, have you had any grumpy people come through today? You know, how do you handle that when they come through? Hmm. I try to make that connection. If they That's look good. like they have children, I'll say, how many kids you got at home, you know? on into the conversation so they don't think I'm stalking or whatever. <laughs> you know, and, and, and just and try you to kind of look like that. I know I did. Yeah, but I wear high top chucks and so That's right. That was in a past. No threat. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean it's just it like okay, if you want to talk ACDC, you got to have some sort of adapter to make it work. If you're AC and I'm DC and I'm sitting there trying to work with this adapter and get it work, you're going to see that. You're going to you're going to sense this guy. And when you talk about the Pentecost thing, okay, I hear your German loud and, and strong, but I'm French, but I'm trying to understand your German. I'm trying to find some way to connect with you. And I think the effort and the intention, if it's real, oftentimes is recognized. Not always, but oftentimes. Yeah. I think uh, one thing I do is, is I've have been trying to do more of is put myself in groups with people who are different from me. Not necessarily, sometimes people who may disagree with me about some things, but just people who have different experiences and hear their stories and try to understand uh, what life looks like to them and and what would uh, what would grace. Where's grace? Where's God at present in their lives? And 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 trust that God will help me to recognize that, even though it may be very different from what it looks like in my life, to believe that God works. What he does in my life is not 
standard, his standard operating process. You know, it's not like uh, he does this. What he does in my life is doesn't mean that he's going to do the same thing in somebody else's. So I don't look. I try not to look for that. Instead, I try to to look and listen for what he is doing in their life and try to recognize that uh, even when it is very different from what he's, he's doing in me. Not, not that we can readily recognize it. Right. But I think it's good to try to look at someone's intent, mm-hmm. to try to see why are they doing what right. they're doing. They may be, in our opinion, may be doing all the wrong things, right. but why are they doing that? Yeah, if you hear their story... Yeah, it, you, it helps you, to, I think, to to recognize what God might be doing in them. And their intention is actually identical to ours. Right. Yeah, we have just, by grace or luck or whatever, found more productive, healthy ways right. to act out our intention. Yeah, and they haven't. They're still right. They're it, stuck in like the little boat in the creek last week. They're stuck behind a stick. Yeah, but they're still in the current. Yeah, yeah. they're still there. And may, maybe this. And this might be something we want to talk about later. Is the attitude of of grace is we expect uh, to recognize those things. We don't that we don't expect everybody to be evil and dark and dangerous. Right. We expect in every person for there to right. be light and love and this longing for that. Do you hear those L's? And I did. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and I think there's a big difference between trying to find trying to find something that we have in common. Yes. Versus trying to find what God is doing. Oh, right. Oh, that's big. In, that's in it. This person. That's big. Right. That's, boom. that's really good. Drop the mic. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we're really grateful that you've been listening to this episode of On Grace. Wayne Hunter, Wendell Van Valen, and me, Jason Brown. We all serve together at Broadway United Methodist Church in Bowling Green, Kentucky.